I'm telling you, man, the term pollution is the way to go. And let me let me give you some proof, right? Let me give you some some intel. Even better, let's get rhetorical. I'll shortcut the argument by saying this. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. When's the last time you threw a bunch of McDonald's at the feet of an Indian? Look, you don't even remember Woodsy the Owl, right? Give a hoot, don't pollute, right? That's right, they got rid of the owl and then people started polluting. You don't see uh, Smokey the Bear anymore and uh, what's happening? All the forest fires are happening now. As mean as we've become as Americans, we still don't want to see Native Americans cry. Nobody would just openly throw the trash at the foot of a Native American. But yeah, you're right, we gotta clean up. I'll tell you what, football, team sports, religion, they'll all have my respect when they start opening their doors 24-7 to the homeless and to the needy and certainly to the mentally ill and to the homeless. Until they do that, they will not have garnered any of my respect. I'm a one-minute call-in regarding team sports to my mental download. Got anything to say? Team sports used to be a cheerleader. I used to be a cheerleader. I never played any team sports at all, ever. I wanted to, but... I was a cheerleader more for the acrobatics and the dance and the music more so than the team sport. In fact, I never even watched the game. Oh, that's right. I was in band, so I was in marching band. Duh. I had the same experience. Did you actually watch the game? Oh, no. You're too busy you with your back to the game. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see the game? You guys see the game? The football game? No. Woohoo! You guys see the game? Come on, come on. Come on. You, you, got, you, you see the game? No. You didn't see the game? Oh my God, man. You should have seen it. Roger Stahlbuck. Boom! Touchdown! Woohoo! You know, Dallas Cowboys. You know, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Well, oh, that's right. You guys weren't even born. I'm talking about a game I saw when I was like 10 years old or something. <laughs> I was like 12 years old when I saw it. That's the last time I watched a football game. I think I must have been maybe your age. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Z here. I am the son of the most famous skeptic in the world. And I also, for oh, about 20 years now at least, have been making the most absurd claim that has gone unchallenged. And the claim is that if we all trained in this thing called Wing Chun, that we could attain our humanity. I mean, you would have to embrace the premise that we're not there yet, that we haven't actually become human yet. But we're close, we're oh so close. And there's this one little practice. It's kind of like the alphabet and math and, and physics and, and these various physical sciences that allow us to become more and more human. Well, there's this martial art form that physically allows us to get there. I've actually made this claim at a skeptic convention a few years back at uh, the amazing meeting Michael Shermer was in the audience no one contested me no one and in fact no one in over well let's it's about 25 years now no one has contested me no one here on anchor has either not the great Patrick or any other psychologist or psychiatrist or philosopher has contested. All right, well, that was a mistake there. Uh, if it's a religious person or a philosophical person, then I wouldn't argue with you anyway. <laughs> I heard a doctor in Hawaii talking about the homeless and how it's like Groundhog's Day, where every, every day you wake up and it's the same thing, same people. And I, I kind of feel like that with Wing Chun. Every day I wake up and it's like fucking Groundhog's Day.
I talk, I argue with people, and <laughs> we finally come to a conclusion, a resolution, and you think, okay, now tomorrow we're going to be able to wake up and start a new day and really start taking care of things. <laughs> no. No, I wake up, and the same people, the same situations, the same problems. Wow. You need to train in Wing Chun, people. That's all I got to say. You need to, and if I'm wrong, then come on. If you ever got anything better to do, which you probably don't, prove me wrong, bitches. <laughs> Otherwise, start training in Wing Chun, start spreading the Wing Chun gospel, so to speak. People, there is a method of self-correction that is genius. It's genius. But you got to do it every day until you're walking and talking Wing Chun 24-7. Listen, folks, I was a poorly educated, starving artist out on the streets kind of a guy and I stumbled on to Wing Chun and you would not believe the journey and the destinations that Wing Chun has and continues to bring me so I would say if you're not at least trying to understand Wing Chun and learn Wing Chun then you seriously seriously do not care about this thing called the human species the potential called human because until you learn how to correct yourself you can't correct others and if things don't get corrected if things don't get fixed we all know what will happen we all know how this plays out do it for yourself do it for your kids if you don't have kids do it for the future do it for the future of humanity do it for the future of life do not be brainwashed into nothing. That's why I say zero, infinity, and one. They're lies. Integrity Radio. So my mental download agrees with me that the term climate change is a, is a poor term. And, um, yeah. and, I, I say, let's just go back to calling it pollution. But he, he's not happy with uh, that term. He feels like it, that term had its, uh, had its time. And well, I think, I, I, I think what the problem with that, with pollution, the term pollution, I mean, there's not a problem with it. Everyone knows what pollution is. But I think what people are trying to describe or trying to show is what the result of your pollution is. So I think that's why the term climate change came around. So that maybe people who don't pay attention can say, oh, it's actually changing the climate. Mm. So you don't think like me that it's a major scam using our language in order to infiltrate our consent, our engineered consent by infiltrating language in order so people will go, Oh, we're not polluting anymore. It's just climate change, and then everyone gets to. No, I do. I think it's, I think it's a problem, but I I'm, I'm just seeing. I can see how the evolution came about. I think there should be a better term. Certainly. I think it should be called FSU. The FSU index. Florida State University. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Dolphins. No, Tampa, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, the FSU index, the fucking shit up index. It should be called fuck, fucking shit up. And I'm not kidding about this. Because you'll go, oh, come on. We need to teach children about climate change, about the effects of pollution. You don't want to be using terms like fucking shit. 
And I say yes, goddammit. We should be using the terms fucking shit. There's yeah. nothing more to, fucking to, shit oriented. To the whole children thing, I would say, have you spent any time at all on a school playground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should be called, because if we want to give those terms some meaning, we just found it. We are fucking shit up. Point blank, fucking shit up. And if kids are going to understand the words fucking shit, they should be this. This is fucking shit up. Mm. So it should be the FSU index. Hey, you don't have to tell them what FSU means. Wait till they get to college or into the bathroom at their elementary school or whatever. I don't know. The FSU index. I don't think Florida State University would let it go. Oh, Florida's going to get wiped off the planet anyway. <laughs> They're going under. They're going down under. <laughs> be the new Atlantis. Yeah. All right. Coming to you from Integrity Radio, the FSU Index. <laughs> I believe it was, his name is, I'm pretty sure his name is Brian, but I, I don't want to start calling him Brian with confidence until knowing from my mental download. Oh. I believe his name is Brian. But we'll just call him my de- mental download until I can reconfirm his, his name. But um, I went back and listened to, I, I think I listened to about four or five times now, his um, Narcissism and Sports. Um, and he said something that I almost uh, didn't catch. Um, and that is, he said that he understood. He understands things, um, you know, reason. He, he, can, he can understand through reason, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He might not be able to understand emotionally what's going by. He can understand reason. And um, I, I just want to isolate that statement. Forget the football. Forget all that other stuff. I just want to isolate that statement. You may not have been listening close enough. If you make a statement like that and not expect me to argue it, because if you don't know what's going on emotionally, then you cannot properly reason. Correct. Yeah, you have to know what's going on emotionally. And that's why depression and stuff like that is so powerful, because we don't understand what's happening to us. I think people try to suppress their emotions so then they don't feel like anything's going on and they feel like yeah. reason is taken over, but you're not actually, you're suppressing. I don't well, you're I think, still under there. I think that's a, that is one form that some people suppress. Mm-hmm. And I, I think other people actually feel like they're experiencing their emotions and then reasoning mm-hmm. with them because... Just simply because they're experiencing their emotion and giving their emotions weight. You can't give your emotions any weight. Emotions just happen, man. I mean, you know, and then you have to figure out where it's coming from, why it's coming from. For some people, that could be a a very long process, you know, through maybe with a psychiatrist or through, you know, self-help or or whatever. But that's not, if you've got that issue, uh, you're not going to be getting over that issue anytime soon right so this is a very important issue i think more important than the football and pollution is um understanding that unless you have control uh an understanding of your not control of your emotions so much uh, that it will lead to a control of your emotion again not doing away with your emotion just controlling the runaway Uh, effects that emotions can have and unless you understand where that's coming from and can reason with that then you cannot reason and everything you're doing is sort of just very it's on shaky grounds as far as reason is concerned you know it allows you to then say things that really don't follow reason Right after you say, and for this reason, I blank, 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 right? Yeah. You know, uh, so the reason that your emotion is telling you is not reason, <laughs> you know? It's like, 
Uh, I'm mad. Why am I mad? Oh, because I, I can't find my hat. That's why I'm mad. Right? Right. No, no, no. No. That's just what you attached to the emotion right away. Or it's what triggered the emotion. Could trigger the emotion or what you attach to the emotion. Either one. Very good. Yeah. I could rather be a trigger or it could be an attachment. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. So, um... Yeah, I, I don't know if my mental download meant for me to think this hard <laughs> on a passing phrase, and I and I hope you don't think that I'm picking you apart in the in the uh, uh, semantically, you know. But it's actually just a point that um, if, if it doesn't apply to you, no problem. But it is a point that probably applies to many. Certainly, it would oh, apply to it me. Applies to everybody. Yeah, everybody, right? Yeah. So I'm just giving them an out. Like, <laughs> applies to everybody but my mental download. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. Integrity Radio. My mental download. Boy, we're picking on you today. Um, <laughs> regarding the football thing, because that's interesting. Even after you've heard all the horror stories regarding concussions, um, you still sort of promote football by way of, you know, espousing your enjoyment for it, right? Right. Um, but think hard about this. Do you cherish the memory of just being with your dad uh, or do you cherish the football? Is that the way to ask that? Yeah. Do you really enjoy football or is it the, the memory, the, the memory, the emotion that it triggers that you enjoy? Yeah, yeah. Because, see, that's the thing. you got to watch your triggers, right? Because there's certain, you know, like, for instance, you understand the reason but not the emotion. Well, the emotion comes first, and then it has to get processed through reason. So that emotion attached itself by way of the trigger, perhaps. And then, you know, football always allows that trigger to happen. Right. You know, and... and because, you know, I, I lost my grandmother some uh, time ago, and there are certain things that remind me of my grandmother, but I don't always think about my grandmother, so, but, um, but I think of things differently. I mean, I know that I'm being triggered, and, you know, <laughs> I'm very conscious of these, um, these mechanisms. I think that's what causes people to carry old things around with them, move after move after move. I mean, it's a similar thing, like you're carrying around this old picture with you. Yeah. Just not letting go of things. Uh huh. I mean, for instance, you know, your dad worked all these amazing hours and and um and was there for you, which is awesome. I I I didn't have that growing up. I I had I think five six different dads, so uh, that's a whole nother story. But perhaps your dad was going to see football to do what a lot of other Americans are doing, which is to zone out after working 70 hours a week. Yeah. He had every right to zone out. Um, you may have misread that situation. Now, I'm not going to criticize your father, but as a father, uh, if I had to work 70 hours a week, I would definitely not be spending um, my only day with my kids watching football or doing anything other than being with my kids and asking questions and laughing and learning and doing stuff with my kids. But that's me. Yeah. Being a uh, stay-home dad, I have the luxury, the absolute luxury of being able to spend plenty of time with my kids. So I feel for those fathers out there that don't have that luxury. I mean, I really do. That's, that's not cool. However, let me tell you that if you can spend one day out of the week with your kids, you should probably just be spending it with them. And watching a fucking football game is not quality time. Integrity Radio. Get back in.
Uh, okay, so climate change, uh, if that's an okay term, then we should change uh, a lot of terms. Like if you get shot, that would be uh, bleeding out of the wrong hole change. If you get stabbed, or, no, if you get clubbed to death, that would be too many indentations in the uh, head and body change. Uh, we call dying, a aging. <laughs> Aging too quickly change? <laughs> <laughs> the, di the dying will be called um, not enough oxygen. Over application of aging. Yeah, over application <laughs> of life change. <laughs> yeah, dying will be life change. There we go. No, dying should be end of life crisis. You've got midlife crisis. An end of life crisis. <laughs> yeah. How, how about, oh. How about near life experience? Death, is, death will be called a near life experience. <laughs> there we go. Sure. Right, which one did you have though? <laughs> I said end of life. End, end of, of life, life crisis. <laughs> Birth could be beginning life crisis. Coming up, I'll be playing the last record from the Pathé series. This is a series of records that was made by the Victrola Company in Camden, New Jersey in the early 1900s. And I'm also playing the Victrola records off of my Victrola wind-up player. But have no fear, I have many other collections uh, of glass Victrola records that I'll be playing for you. Enjoy.
went to the Church of Satan website. Also, I think I got there by way of their Twitter, because they showed up on my Twitter feed. And I was reading, you know, what's it take these days to become a, an Anton LaVey Satanist? And um, I was rather let down. I mean, you know, Anton LaVey was a carny, and his whole shtick was a, a carny thing. Um, just like the Christian religious revival of the 1920s was a full-on carny thing. Uh, same thing with the UFC. The UFC was actually just a throwback to the old carny thing, the strongman carny thing. Well, now that I think about it, you know, Atlantic City was a big carny town, and Trump came in right in the beginning. Uh, when the hotels were coming in, and um, uh, I, I don't know, there's just some connection with the Carney thing and Trump. If you don't know what a Carney is, a Carney is somebody that works for in with uh, the carnival circuit. So anyway, the Church of Satan. Well, the thing that bothered me with them is that they are allying themselves as atheists. They call themselves uh, satanic atheists. And, okay, that's fine, because then you're really just an instigatory sort of a, a tool, so to speak. Uh, but no, they really want to sort of solidify themselves as a religion, which I get for political purposes. I get that as well. Um, but to ally yourself with atheists, but then also in your on your website, you say, uh, you know, uh, if you want to investigate psychic stuff or, you know, any of that, it's it completely contradictory. Yeah, I mean, I understand that uh, you can use Satan as a metaphor and all that. So I get all that. But to then ally yourself with the. Uh, um, you know, psychic stuff and, and spiritual metaphysics. It's ridiculous. Again, to understand the metaphor is another thing. That's a whole other thing. But like witchcraft and, uh, you know, real magic, stuff like that. Come on. You can't say you're an atheist and then also be in on that stuff as well. Now, I understand atheist in the strict sense just means without God or, you know, no God. But as a practice, which is kind of silly in its own right, but that's another story. As a practice, atheism is the practice of secularism, humanism, um, skepticism. Skepticism is at the heart of atheism. And so you couldn't possibly be following um, the methods of magic and witchcraft, uh, any of that kind of stuff. Psychics. I mean, the next thing we're going to have is uh, Christian atheists. Wonderful. Right, we already have Christian death metal bands, right? I'm quite sure Christians would prefer a Satanist over an atheist. So, I don't know, Church of Satan, I don't think you're doing yourselves any any good by allying yourselves with atheists. Or skeptics, for that matter. I mean, you can ally yourself with anyone or anything you like. doesn't actually make it true. <laughs> Alright, well that's my review on my visit to the Church of Satan. Integrity Radio. So, uh, something cool in the vehicle. I'm not connected to your vehicle, so I can actually oh, anchor. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, anchoring in the truck doesn't work very well because the sound quality is decreased because the phone just connects. I can't anchor in mine at all because it connects, disconnects, connects. It's very strange. Yeah. But uh, you just sent me a cognitive bias codex. Uh, that came from the website designhacks.co and that's uh, a visual and algorithmic design by John Manugian the third <laughs> concept and categorization by Buster Benson are these real people? 
I think so. It's a list of 188 cognitive biases uh, from Wikipedia. And um, they're, they seem to be somewhat uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't been able to read through the little fine print. I think we're going to need a magnifying glass. I know. That, that it, is a little annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but From it's cool. i read of it, it's, yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. And um, as, as I looked, uh, glazed over it, it seems to uh, match up the, the neocortex and all the things the neocortex is responsible for. And... Uh, uh, all the way down to the mammalian part of the brain and the reptilian part of the brain. So, uh, yeah, and it seems it seems to coincide with those three basic um, structures of the brain: the uh, reptilian behavior coming from the amygdala area, and the uh, uh, the mammalian behaviors coming from the middle limbic systems or that's what that's called and then the uh, and then the more human behaviors coming from the neocortex the frontal part of the brain I believe that's also called the frontal lobe so it gets uh, complicated because there's so many ways of referencing these various parts of the brain you know um, yeah yeah like their behaviors and, and their connections because they're the, all, all the parts are, are connected. Right, they take care of physical functions in the body as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but fascinating. Thank you. I'm going to put a link, of course, to the um, to the image. What would you call this? Diagram. The diagram. Yes. I'm going to put a list, a link to the diagram in the title. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Thank you. Z reporting from the mall. That's right. I'm at the mall. Rarely go to the mall. Mall's one of those things that kind of brings me back to my childhood. Spent a lot of time. Well, not a lot of time, but spent a little bit of time, I'd say, at the mall as a youngster. I actually came here for the Apple Store to uh, see if they can fix a watch. Got a watch over a year ago. Didn't work. Brought it to get fixed. Got it back. Still didn't work. And finally brought it back a year later to get it repaired. And of course the warranties run out. So now it's going to cost, well, almost as much as a new watch. <laughs> so, might as well just get the new one, but the new one isn't out yet, right? So, so a wasted trip to the mall, but not wasted because I get to sit here uh, and communicate with my dear, dear anchorers. What's kind of spooky here is that uh, there's nobody in this mall. I mean, I can count the amount of people that are in this mall. That, that's, that's sad because I can't count very high. <laughs> I'm starting to see things here. I hope I'm not seeing them uh, in the fashion that I purport to be seeing them. But just the other day we went to a Russian circus. And uh, there's a guy shooting like, I don't know, 15 um, crossbows all aiming towards everyone in the audience I mean it was crazy and then uh, we're all inhaling motorcycle fumes from the uh, trick motorcycles <laughs> and uh, I mean aren't there restrictions aren't we in California uh, and it was very third world sort of you know Russian circus it was cool and all but very third world like, I don't know. It's getting strange. I mean, there are certain sectors of America that are cleaning up. But, um, yeah, I guess it's no surprise that a lot of America and its infrastructures and businesses are falling to shit. 
I mean, there's a good chance that we lost, you know? Um, if, if I think about this critically, I guess I would have to even say that we lost, and now this is the transition. We have lost to whoever it is that we're fighting. We've lost, and this is the transition. Hmm, that's a thought. Not making a statement of fact, but it's a thought. I don't know, maybe yesterday, but last night before I went to sleep, I uh, saw a saw a few YouTube videos of a bunch of people all over the place prepping for disasters, you know, making bomb shelters and all that stuff. And I agree, it's not that I agree, I understand. Let's just say I understand. I don't agree with it. I can't agree to my own destruction. But I understand that perhaps this will happen. Maybe there will be a great uh, depopulation effort. I mean, really, if people aren't even going to try to get it right, if people are going to race backwards in progress, then there's only one thing left to do, right? Depopulation time. And from what I've been able to gather, I think we would have to depopulate to the point in time before World War I. Because if you remember, the uh, population did not dip very much at all during World War I, World War II, or even the Vietnam and Korean Wars. So we're talking depopulation in the scale of millions upon millions. Hundreds of millions. Man, I gotta stay out of malls. Gets me thinking like this. <laughs> Integrity Radio. Hey, Zeitgeist Z and... Ronnie. Here. A little delayed there. <laughs> I didn't know you were. Make <laughs> me say. So, uh, yeah. Okay, well, the future is for the children, so we can get over that part. But, uh... Universal surveillance. Now, it would be okay if the surveillance was two ways, but we know that's not true. It's one way. And uh, police state. Yeah, well, America has been slowly becoming a police state for a long time. Evidently so. In the early 90s, it became very obvious that uh, we were heading towards a police state. And we're only just, um, well, we only just begun. Yeah, it's happening. The police state is happening. Welcome to the police state, buddy. Get the implant. It's going to be way easier. All right. Everybody, Z here. I'm uh, sort doing a little piano bar action for you. I think it's so amazing that, you know, right now I'm playing the piano off of my phone. <laughs> I mean, it's really quite amazing. Listen. <laughs> Couldn't do that not so long ago, right? Now, I've never been a big fan of the piano, but I've really kind of grown uh, closer to the piano over the years, um, especially as it's become harder for me to play the other instruments. And piano, well, if you play it right, sounds quite nicely. I'm still working on it. But the cool thing is, if you can play the piano, then you can play any instrument, 
you know, because we're in the digital world, so. Um, but I really enjoy being able to play a piano from my phone. That's insane. So, you know, technology really is who we are. We are technology. It's our very earliest of technologies that allowed us to crawl out of the caves and live in other environments and flourish and thrive and survive and surthrive in other environments. And eventually be able to play grand pianos from our phones. I mean, that's incredible. So yeah, Zeitgeist, the way of the future is the technology. I mean, it was our early technology that got us to where we are now. And got us as in we are the number one species. We are the dominant species. Uh, you know, other than Mother Nature herself, uh, you can't fuck with the human species because of one thing, our technology. And if we are going to survive with the masses that we have, we're going to have to embrace technology full-heartedly, without compromise. Now, of course, we don't want to misuse technology or misuse guns or misuse any of that stuff. But again, it's the technology that's going to get us there. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in Integrity Radio. Not only can I play piano on my phone, but I can, I have a whole recording studio on my phone. In fact, I'm working on a musical project where I hope to produce three albums from my phone. I mean, the files will get transferred to a computer and messed with some more for sonic purposes, but for intensive purposes, the sounds and the music was created on my phone. Here's a really short sample of something I just threw together just a, a minute ago. That literally took less time to record than it did to upload. That's how wonderful and easy <laughs> music production is these days. Technology rocks. How cool is it that we live right now, you and I, live in a time when the answer to our problems lies into going to space. We need to send people out in the outer space. That's it. I mean, if we don't want to kill millions upon millions upon millions of people, hundreds of millions of people, if we don't want to slaughter them, then we got to we got to head out. We got to start colonizing other worlds. 
I mean, that's amazing that that's actually a reality, a hard reality, not a hypothesis. It's the most feasible answer that we have for our species. That's incredible. There's no cleaning things up. There's no going back to nature or any kind of bullshit like that. It's full steam ahead or we all die. So, awesome. Let's get to work. Let's do it. Let's go to Mars and beyond. Let's do it. It's reality. It's real. Get used to it. Universal income. Universal health care. Hey, and if you get killed living outside of the system that is trying to protect the human race, then hey, that's how it goes, right? You should be able to relate, right? Any animal going outside of the pack is going to lose the protection of the pack. We need to quantify things. We need to tighten the things up. We can't have people that are abusing welfare systems and then people that are starving out on the streets not able to even get in to use these welfare systems. Technology is what's going to fix that. Corruption always exists and corruption is always something that we have to fight. That's just given. You don't stop from moving forward just because there's corruption. Listen, corruption is slow. Corruption is old. Just keep moving. Just keep progressing. Self-correct and make your gains. There are many cognitive dissonances that we have that we're unaware of. We're unconscious of these cognitive dissonances. Many, perhaps all. <laughs> Who can say how many co unconscious cognitive dissonances uh, and perhaps cognitive dissonance biases that we uh, hold. However, there are those biases, um, cognitive dissonances, that we can pinpoint, right? Sports, religion, blah, 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 philosophy. We can, we can pinpoint that stuff now. So this is the starting point to getting to these deeper uh, cognitive dissonances. Uh, that we really need to clear up in order to attain our humanity. Hey Z, hey Ronnie, this is Brian. Yes, Brian over at My Mental Download. Uh, oh, I actually, I'll, I'll be honest, I've tried to do this thing like, this response and like, I don't know, last nine times I haven't gotten it right because it's only a minute long and um, I've been in therapy a long time uh, using therapy and medication and to manage my depression. I am, it is something I work at every day to be a better person, to be a better husband, to be a better father. Some days I do better than others, but, uh, I'm willing to talk about it more. Um, but, uh, like I said, it's only a minute and, uh, but I, I hear, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I'm still working through a few things. Hope you guys are well. Talk to you soon. Hey, Brian Z here. Um, Yes. This is what I really admire about you and your station is that you're taking us on this journey. And I really, uh, nor does Ronnie, of course, mean to um, be mean or infringe on that journey because we really enjoy being with you uh, uh, during this journey. So, you know, at any point, if you need us to back off or whatever you know just give us the word man it, again a lot of us we all have triggers we all got them and so you know we're amongst friends here and um you know not a lot needs to be said right let me just say this i will always treat you like you are a healthy strong man hell a happy healthy human and as you know with a lot of what we're talking about here we don't know each other enough for any of this to be taken personal so all we know is what we give each other and uh, hopefully we can be sensitive in communicating with each other and in this manner I think honesty you know is best policy I've been very forthright with who I am and what I'm all about uh, here on Anchor. And the one thing that I hope I get across more than anything 
is that people are more important than ideas, more important than my ideas, your ideas, or anyone else's ideas. People are more important. That's us folk with feelings and uh, biases and cognitive dissonances and the whole nine yards. That's all of us. Right? So, um, all right, Brian, thank you so much for your call-ins and your discussions, and uh, let's just keep them going. All right. Integrity Radio. Mm. Hello. Yeah, I'd like to invite you to a virtual, well, this is actually a real tour, but you'll also be joining me in a virtual Gen Z tour, mm. uh, gallery, art gallery tour. Yeah. Uh, this is the, of course, the audio version of it. Mm-hmm. As you step in, you'll notice there's a paint and a lot of uh, what I call uncertain art, which <laughs> means uh, it's uncertain if it's finished or not at all points. At no point do we ever claim that something is finished, unless Ronnie says, I like that, stop it. No, you don't even stop that. Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I stop. Sometimes I'm really shooting for something. Doesn't mean I get it, but... Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got now. You'll see what you'll notice in the Gen Z uh, art gallery is a lack of Ronnie's paintings, and the reason that is is well, one they often I think are in the house, <laughs> and two I was gonna hang these, uh-huh. and I didn't know which way they went. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I had to do that. But even here behind the door, so I left you plenty of space, some prime prime real estate. Very nice. Uh, for, uh, Plus, I've painted an paintings. awful lot of mine on the panels. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that is an issue, and we really do got to find a, a solution for the panel paintings because some of my favorite paintings are on those panels. <laughs> and I have no idea how we're going to uh, <clears throat> display them. But if you want to see what we're seeing, check on the title link. And uh, you'll see the current unfinished art of, uh, well, me. And then uh, in the next installment, you'll see both of our art. <laughs> Very nice. Mm-hmm.